Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I just. <clears throat> You're good. You're good. <clears throat> I started having this like little tickle in my throat. I'm like, ah. Yeah, you're good. Get it out. Oh. If you need to go die in the corner, you can do that. Oh, thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs> that's the new that's the new insult to somebody. If you need to go die in the corner, <laughs> feel, feel free to feel do free that. To do that. <laughs> you dancing with my girl? Feel free to die in the corner, bub. <laughs> feel feel free. You're welcome to. Welcome to We Took the Liberty, a podcast where we discuss our mediocre lives, ruminate on the weird and funny parts of our day-to-day, and explore some of our favorite places and activities in Lexington, Kentucky. I'm Logan Trent, and with me now and forevermore, Ben Anderson. Ben, Ben, it's a little bit snowy out today. It is. My blood is coldly flowing through my veins. It, it, it's... It, it's the it coldly. Does yes. it get like? Does it get stopped up when it's that cold? No, it actually flows more smoothly. Oh, um, okay. You would think that uh, the the warm blood mm-hmm. flows nice and smooth, but actually, is when you chill the blood. Okay, it just sort of shoots right through mm, the thing. More like a popsicle, like in those popsicle tubes. It just like shoots right out when you like squeeze it too hard. And just yeah, <laughs> that's right. Yep. Uh, you know your your heart's pumping a little faster. Mm-hmm. You know it's pushing on the end of that popsicle tube, right? And your blood is just pow, just yeah. shooting out of there. Yep. Mm. What was your favorite snow time activity as a kid? And besides skiing, like I'm gonna go ahead and I'm gonna put that to the side. We've okay. talked uh, at length yes. about your proclivity to ski. Yes, um, the two planks. Yeah. Yes. 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 <laughs> Uh, so yeah. Besides that, what what was your favorite snow activity? Uh, I would say uh, the fifty yard uh, <laughs> freestyle. Okay. Um, Tell me about that. Uh, so as you know, uh, snow swimming is a popular sport. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, pretty much everywhere. Yeah. Uh, I don't think I I really need to explain that one. So okay. you know, you get in the buff. And then you just you dive into the snowbank because all swimming competitions are done in the buff. That's right. <laughs> in it, it's like in the Olympics. <laughs> and I'm so sorry to cut you off, but I I feel like I need to explain this to the listener. So in the Olympics, what a lot of people don't realize is that like the speedos and the swimsuits are actually projected onto the athletes yeah. when you're watching that. And so like for instance, when people are watching the NFL on TV and they see that yellow line that is for like the first down marker. Mm -hmm. And then people go to a game and they're like, Oh, there's not actually a yellow line. Like that's pretty crazy. You have to look for the chains. Well, what's going on? What's going on? It's, it's the same kind of thing. If you, if you went to Paris this summer and you watch swimming, everyone is new. And I'm talking everyone, everyone, coaches, the fans, teams, fans, Parisians, Parisians, like just, I mean, just that's everyone just, is in the buff, and yeah, so. everything's flopping around, <laughs> every everything's slapping and jiggling and splashing, yeah. and it's the way swimming was meant to be. It's the way, yeah. You 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 have got you've got to deal. With, you have to learn to deal with the drag. You do, and, and that's you know we talk about swimmers. Uh, well, we don't talk about, but people talk about swimmers shaving. 
uh, you know, all these rituals that go on and mm-hmm. that kind of thing. But you have to deal with the drag of of the of, human form. Of genitals. Yes. <laughs> and, yes. And so. <laughs> um, and in snow, mm-hmm. uh, actually, it can it can help you to have you know some more variables to kind of keep you afloat mm-hmm. you know, over the snow. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know you dive in. And you just you just kind of go nuts to get uh, okay. fifty yards, <laughs> and that was always my favorite. Yeah, um, you know I would be like, man, I can't wait for a snow day. I can't wait to just get out there and just dive in and swim across, mm-hmm. you know, the neighborhood um, in that beautiful white fluffy snow. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> that the idea of <laughs> the idea of just teens like all over minnesota just getting out and doing like a naked freestyle like in the middle of the snow oh, yeah it's not just pre- it's not teens oh, i mean okay. you, you start in you know you start as soon as you can walk if oh, you okay. can walk you know You're you can there. snow swim right yeah yeah so, who do you think the oldest free 50 freestyle snow snow snower is oh, oh man um you know actually uh what what people don't realize is that snow swimming is a subtle sport. Right. Um, you know the amateurs because they're out there. They're right. flailing. Mm-hmm. They're, they're not graceful. Yeah. Really, uh, the, the older snow swimmers are the fastest. Right. And it's really a sight to see. Yeah. Um, there, there's much less, you know, you're not getting the, the spray, the draft, mm-hmm. you know, the, mm-hmm. the snow drifts. Yeah. Um, you're you're just getting a beautiful, smooth, naked line of human mm. flesh just cruising through. Beautiful, just cruising through a fresh feet red inches. from the snow. Just yeah. like yeah, it's yeah, that's it's, amazing. Whew, that's amazing, man. Yeah, when you see you know when you can see some cheeks from sixty yards away just flying towards you, uh, you know flying that is, towards you. That's right. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Because you're not going to see the person's head. Oh, okay. Uh, in a good fluffy winter snow, you can breathe it's straight through that bad boy. I got you. Uh, I got you. And and snow swimming form, of course, mm. you're going to be you're actually going to have a bend at the head, <clears throat> so those see. cheeks are up, sort of like the uh, dorsal fin of a shark. There you go. Yeah. See, there you go, listener. That's a pro tip right there. Because my first, like, I was still thinking of swimming and mm. how you have to like come up for air like every so often. Uh, in this, you got to keep your head down and you just got to go, which I mean, in the, also in the 50 free in the Olympics in water, don't they usually not take a breath? They just like go for it. Yeah. That's a uh, straight sprint. So yeah, I think the motto of the 50 free is just do or die. Yeah. (laughs) You know, if you bring that head up. That's the most casualties in, uh, in the, uh, in Olympic sport is the 50 free. Yeah. Cause you don't pick your head up either. And you just like. Straight into the wall, yep. and you you're just, done. So you just keep your head down, and you either go to the bottom or you get to the end. That's <laughs> the way it is. That's the way it is. I like the idea of having a Olympic sport where you just swim as far as you can without breathing, and then die. <laughs> <laughs> well, while we're talking about it, and this wasn't even on the docket, but. Uh, and this summer, we'll talk about it again, I'm, I'm sure. Um, maybe we need to have Hannah on. Hannah was a swimmer. Yeah. And so the Olympics are this summer. Yeah, they are. Uh, in Paris, mm-hmm. as I mentioned before. And um, is, is there a 
uh, Olympic game that you are excited to see uh, for the Summer Olympics? Me personally, yeah. You. Um, I think it's rocks. <laughs> no the other the <laughs> other people that are in the room. So we're before a live studio audience. By the way, yeah, we've yeah. moved out of the basement. We are, yeah, we're in um, Rupp Arena, actually. Yep, yep. And it's packed. There are 30,000 people, and everybody that comes in here, we, we're like, just keep it. We just, yeah, everyone just. Big sign on the outside mm-hmm. that says whispers only. Whispers only. And even then, <laughs> if you don't, it, like, if you could do your best, just don't whisper. And that's going to help. The us only a lot. kind of whisper that's allowed is the kind <clears throat> that your dad did to you in church, where he, like, leans way, way down right into your ear. And it's, like, super breathy to the yeah. point that you're, like, leaning away with all your might. <laughs> But he's chasing that ear down just to tell you something yeah. about you know yeah. what the pastor said about cousin Eddie and yeah yeah and there's and there's usually some sort of grip involved as well either on your arm or something like that where it's just like you need to stop doing whatever it is that you're doing and you need to just listen listen right now <laughs> that's right yeah. that's exactly right <laughs> it's not only the whisper that's right I gotta come through the audio. <laughs> my gosh yeah um yeah so what what olympic event are you am i excited about yeah uh probably rock skipping okay um i like a good rock skip Mm -hmm. uh because uh it's both physical um and it's spiritual yeah because uh if the spirit of the water Mm -hmm. is not pleased with your offering of rock yeah um, it's, it's not going to, you know, levitate the rock majestically right. for as far as you want it to be levitated. Right. Yeah, that's a good point. I think some of our best rock skippers come out of West Virginia here in the United States. Like there's a lot of creeks. Uh, the Monongahela is there. Yep. You can just like, you can just skip for days. And so people are, you know, that's, that's where really the, it's honed in and it's just a bunch of hillbilly boys and girls out there doing their finest rock skipping um, and just like crushing it. So. Yeah. There's, there's a lot of variables in West yeah. Virginia. You'd think yeah. like, Oh, it's someplace like, uh, you know, Washington state where yeah. there's these high mountain lakes and smooth stones or someplace on Lake Superior, like Duluth yeah. or, mm-hmm. Niagara Falls, where they're skipping the rocks up the falls, which yeah. I've seen and is beautiful, majestic, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. But we get it. We get it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You got a great arm. You're not actually skipping. You're just throwing rocks in the Yeah. Air. Right. Right. You, ha- you have to be able to deal with the current mm. and the, uh, the, the rapids that are going on. You have to be able to, I mean, like, I think the last time I saw... Uh, Brett Clevenger bank shot off of some of these rock walls on there. Like, I mean, because that's bonus points. And, yeah. like, and, and I think everyone knows this. And that's rock skipping 101. Yeah, that's rock skipping 101. And, but I mean, the way he does it, the English he puts on that rock, like, it's pretty yeah. in- incredible. Um, and, I believe it's know. actually Scotch Irish. Scott, it, it is. It is. <laughs> it is. <laughs> but, okay, so what. I guess what am I really looking forward to though? Mm-hmm. Um, I want to come back around full circle because uh, I we were offered an insight uh, from your lovely wife mm-hmm. that when we do not actually arrive at the end of a question that 
is interesting <laughs> that uh, that could be frustrating to listen to, <laughs> which I understand and identify with. Um, so I'm actually sort of frustrated with myself. I'm actually, you know what? I'm excited. Yeah. Um, I do believe that rock climbing is in the Olympics now. It is. It but is. I th- is it only speed climbing? I don't actually know. I think. <sighs> I don't know. Uh, but I'm excited to just see how that goes. I feel like it's always changing. Maybe this is what we need to talk about is how they're like, hey, you know what? This isn't a sport anymore. <laughs> the Olympics are like, hey, we're not doing this anymore, but we're going to do this. And, you know, like, whatever the reasoning is for that, like, you can't just keep adding things. You have to no. remove certain things. You have things to take something like, yeah, away. It's a, yeah. yeah, it's a one-to-one exchange at this point. So. I mean, at the end of the day, what the Olympics is doing is they're saying you can't have everything. It's a message <laughs> right. that the world needs to hear. We right. can't have it all. Yeah. Now, would it be good if we could still have perhaps the oldest sport known to man, yeah. which is wrestling? Right. Sure, that would sure. be great. Sure. But the viewership just isn't there. It's not there. People don't want to see sweaty men grappling each other. They, they don't. They just don't. They don't, unless, and I and this is not even a joke. Go on. This is not even a joke. Go on. <laughs> if if it was like WWE-style wrestling, mm. I'm here for that. Like, if yeah. you don't want to watch Greco-Roman, I understand, like, completely why you don't want to watch that. But, like... If the Olympic, if the Olympic gold was like a Royal Rumble style oh, of event, man. But but there was no choreography involved. There was no like yes. pre-planned thing. It was like no, you just go out there and you just like Improv. lay it on yep. somebody. Um, that would I, I would watch that. I would watch five hours conservatively <laughs> of that. Like I would watch a week. Of that. <laughs> I would watch it for a full week. <laughs> I would fall and, asleep and I'm on talking the couch, like not it. just like superstars, like anybody that wants to pay from the audience and just come sure. in and have a shot at it. Like yeah. that would be great. <laughs> I want to watch. Watch some dude just get chucked into the fourth row. <laughs> <laughs> and here comes Charles Wainwright of England. He's five eleven. He's weighing in at one hundred and fifteen pounds. <laughs> Oh, and it does appear that Dwayne The Rock Johnson has used him as a javelin. <laughs> and actually impelled him on into another of the <laughs> contestants. So, wow. Great. That was great distance. There's no points for that, but, like, good job. <laughs> good job. Great job. One good of job, the most, Dwayne. One of the most entertaining moves of the match. <laughs> this is going to be on a highlight reel. We'll see this on ESPN. Oh, my gosh. That's, Yeah. That's that's what I want to see is uh, that kind of nonsense. Well, so what are you excited to see? In the well, I'm always excited to see uh, uh, specifically women's soccer because it's taken more seriously in the Olympics. Um, I'm not going to bore everybody with like why men's soccer is not taken seriously in the Olympics. Uh, but it all comes down to money, baby. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, besides that... <laughs> I, I do always get into the swimming, I, I, yes. and then like I ran track in high school as well, so I love watching track. Yep. My favorite part of the Olympics, though, is the raw passion that I gain for the love of country mm-hmm. and knowing nothing about the sport that I'm watching. But but like as the event goes on and you learn just enough to be dangerous. 
you start to become like an analyst and that kind of thing. So like you're watching fencing and I, I don't even remember the terms of fencing, but like something happens and they're like, Whoa. What are you talking about? That wasn't, that was nothing. That was nothing. There was no contact there. What are you talking about? And just like being like in, in just empowered to be like, yes, this matters because America. And then, yeah. I mean, I think you pretty much nailed, uh, the mentality of country love of country. Yeah. You hit that nail right on the head. You're right. Um, it matters because America, right? And, like, that's pretty much all anybody needs to know. Yeah. And, I mean, it's also in Paris, which is, like, fantastic that it's in Paris. Yeah. Like, I mean, this is one of the the staples of Europe. Like, one of the... When people... When you say, like, I'm going to Europe, it's one of the cities that people are immediately like, oh, are you, are you going to go to Paris? You know, that yeah. kind of thing. Like, it's, it's going to come up. <clears throat> so, it, it's a great place for the Olympics. Um, and, and, and to just... to. For the U.S. to win that gold time and time again on French soil, yeah. that's going to feel so good. And, and I mean, just, they did yeah. help us out at some point at some, in history. At some point. Uh, the biggest concern I think I have for a, a major world event mm-hmm. happening in France, <laughs> um, the question I think lingering on everyone's minds, yeah. uh, will there be a baguette shortage? <laughs> Um, and will there be enough cigarettes? Well, you know, in the, uh, well, I mean, in the Olympic village, they're not, they, they don't eat bread. Like that's a hundred percent. They like, only eat cigarettes. They only eat cigarettes. So you're trading one for the other. So yeah. they're, they're doubling up on the ration of cigarettes. Uh, and then they're under breaking baking bread because mm. they know they're not going to be able to sell all of it. And so yeah. that's, that's just going to be. Yeah, and there's also going to be a bunch of Americans running around Paris just like doing dumb stuff, just doing American stuff and complaining about being in Paris, even though they're enjoying being in Paris. And that's that's our pastime as Americans, like going somewhere else and complaining about it while also enjoying it. So, yeah, but I guess in bringing that up too, do you think the Americans will complain more about being in Paris or do you think the Parisians will complain more about having Americans around? (laughs) The Parisians will complain more about having Americans around. I think the Parisians don't even like other French people. (laughs) So like (laughs) if you, so I, I don't know that there, unless you are Parisian, there is no interest in having you around like whatsoever. And so, yeah. So how how likely do you think it is that I will be able to blend in as a local in Paris while I'm there? <laughs> as a local, yeah. well, you're gonna have to get a jump start on your French. Mm. Um, no problem. Duolingo. <laughs> Duolingo. Um, and then you're you're gonna have to embed yourself deeply. So you're gonna have to get a very small apartment that's probably gonna cost you at least twenty five hundred dollars. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's going to be about the size of a refrigerator. Got it. Um, you're you're going to have to learn fine dining very quickly, mm. and then you're also not allowed to wear jeans. That's something that I've learned. Yeah, from other folks is like jeans or and shorts, shorts. Um, Basically anything that's comfortable. Anything comfortable. You're going to have to be the most uptight person. You can, Maybe yeah. that's why Parisians don't like people from France or around the world yeah. is they're just, their pants are too tight. <laughs> like, yeah, they're looking at everyone thinking like, their pants are far too large. <laughs> 
and their shoes are not leather. They wear socks. The rest of the world is like, come on, guys. Yeah. Like, Just because I have a shirt with no buttons yeah. doesn't mean that I'm an idiot. <laughs> All right, Ben. So <laughs> I want to talk about something that me... Uh, my wife and my sister were all talking about the other day. Mm. We were talking about, <laughs> we were talking about in a roundabout way, slang. And then that got us on to like cool churches. Oh, and how, a cool like, church is going to use good slang. Yeah. Like a, a, like a church that is trying to like reach the youth is like really focusing mm. on, cool slang and cool terminology because one thing i know about young people is there is nothing they love more than watching old people try try to relate to them in a really painful way and then that that's going to draw the masses in yeah as far as i know i think uh and it's been my life experience that when you say words that you've never said before Mm -hmm two people that use those words in their regular everyday rapid fire rapid fire uh that's a way to not only endear yourself to those people yeah but to basically become exactly like them yeah um no matter who those people are yeah uh whether your difference is age ethnicity socioeconomic status nationality um Really using language that you have almost no context for right. confidently yeah. and as if it is your own yeah, uh, really just makes people feel like welcome and, and like, <laughs> and almost like you're, you get them so much mm-hmm. that they are seeking your wisdom <laughs> about their own lives. It's like reading a book about art and then going to an artist and being like, being like, I love when you take like the brush mm. and then you put it in the paint and then you like, you know how you do like the wavy thing with your hand yes. on the canvas. Yeah. Oh my gosh. That's wow, so powerful. Yeah. I think, and <laughs> I think what I love most about that example is that you really like, I think you really did an effective job of finding the words and the expressions in in painting in particular yeah. that are unique to painting. Yeah. Um, so perfect example. But go on. I, I interrupted and Yeah. I it's it's just it's so painful. I have not been in that situation unless I, not the painting situation, but like the <laughs> using words that I never use situation, unless I'm doing it like in an ironic kind of way. Yeah. Um, I've never tried to genuinely use something that I never use in common language just to connect with an audience or connect with somebody. Do that thing where like mentors and movies like turn their chair around and sit backwards and be like, Hey bub, <laughs> tell me what's going on. Yeah, for me, there's a there's a rule that I have, yeah. and it's never sit backwards on a chair <laughs> unless that chair is a toilet. Yeah, 
In which case, that's the only way you sit on it. Right. Because a lot of toilets, like, jut out further in the front. And so, yeah. like, I think it's communicating, like, well, this gives you more room to... To blast to off. No, to, to, I was going to say number two, but to blast sure. off. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to touchdown. You know? To drop the kids at the pool. I wonder if there are any slang words for poo that kids are using nowadays. Ooh, I don't think so. Yeah, I, think I don't think kids same. nowadays poo anymore, right? I don't think they talk about it. They're too embarrassed <laughs> of their bodies. They are. They are too. They, they are too embarrassed about their bodies. That's one thing that will always be true. <laughs> so, so what I was thinking in this whole conversation is what if, what if, what if we try it on for size? Okay. What if what if we try some slang to reach a younger audience? And let's just see what happens. Let's okay. see if there is something. So what I want to do is I'm going to read off some slang and I want you to tell me what you think it means, okay? Do you want me to use it like in a sentence um, or do you want me to just tell you the meaning, like dictionary meaning? I, I want you I want you to fill it out and if you mm. feel more comfortable just giving me a definition, that's fine. If you if you're like, I know what this is and you want to okay. use it in a sentence, then we're already kind of starting the process. Right. People yeah. are gonna listen to this. They're gonna be like, these guys get us mm-hmm. and then like smash that like and subscribe button. <laughs> I think what I love about <laughs> the sentence you just said is that You've presupposed that there is an audience listening to mm-hmm. us that is the young generation that is using the slang yeah. that you are about to. Young people throw love us, Ben. Like <laughs> I don't have anything to back that up, but they love us. Yeah. We're we're on it. All of the surveys All that the... we have done have <laughs> showed right. that we are loved by young generations. <laughs> We're highly sought after. Yeah, absolutely. We can't keep people from calling us. Because <laughs> that's what young generations do. <laughs> they pick up their landline corded oh, no. telephone. my hand. <laughs> they use that rotary dial, and as quickly as they can, <laughs> they first like, dial. I gotta call this guy. <laughs> 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 Uh, you are using sounds that <laughs> no one understands. Oh my gosh. All right, so here's the first one. First one is uh, bougie. Mm. Yeah, bougie is uh, a, a, a contraction of bourgeois. Uh-huh. Uh, right. And it means to be... Um, uh, to be extravagant, mm-hmm. right? Uh, yeah. Oh, uh, those those uh, millennials at the bar are so bougie with mm-hmm. their cocktails, right. their highfalutin cocktails. Was- <clears throat> I, I I think <laughs> those teens with their cocktails. Um, yeah, I think this one's kind of interesting because. <laughs> Do we think that Karl Marx thought that, and I don't know that he's the one that came up with bourgeoisie. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. You're right. You bring up a good point. And, and, uh, 
yeah, Karl Marx coined the phrase bougie, and instead of proletarian, it was pro-pro. Pro-pro and the bouge. Pro-pro and the bouge. They had like a spin-off show about it. It was great. Yeah, there's actually a great jazz band called Pro-Pro and the Bouge <laughs> uh, that performs live occasionally here in Lexington. Are you aware of Pro-Pro Oh, pro no, I'm not aware of that. Are they like, what's the what's the vibe there? Oh, it's super chill. Oh, okay. Yeah. Very good. Pro-Pro and the bouge. It's heavy saxophone. That's a good, that's a good, like, that's a good, like, Soviet Union bar right there. <laughs> oh, bougie. All right. Uh, here's the next one. That that one was, uh, I, I thought you would get that one. So that's a, that's one that's to kind of, like, warm us up. Warm us I up just a little that. bit. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, bussin'. Bussin'. Uh, bussin' is, uh, a contraction of bustin um like uh man he's really bussin means like he is he is like breaking his back uh-huh uh over whatever task he or yeah. she is performing mm-hmm. yeah. um close it means amazing or really good those okay. potato chips are bussin is the example uh, okay. on this website that i'm okay. looking at so yeah um so I, bussin is like slaps I, yeah, I guess. <laughs> so you'd be like, bruh, <laughs> these <laughs> chips are busting. I'd be like, yeah, they slap. Yeah, and they'd be like, nobody uses slap anymore. Of course. Yeah. Because the we only thing the, the only thing that is more offensive yes. than the improper use of current slang yeah. is the proper use of slang that was cool. <laughs> Last year. Two minutes ago. Yeah, two minutes yeah, ago. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, drip. Drip. Uh, drip is... I have no idea. <laughs> I mean, like, I... I and the, part of the problem is that I think I, I know what a drip is from... Of course you know what a drip is. Yeah. Like, something like if a faucet is dripping. Oh, then... no, no. I'm talking about, like, early 20th century drip. Oh, Okay. Uh, like a drip is like an annoying person. Oh, uh, oh okay, I got you. But I'm see, hit. it's been that long. See, yeah, I'm yeah. I'm hailing back to early You're American coming back in time. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so it means stylish, sophisticated clothes or appearance. Oh, that's stupid. <laughs> yeah, that is dumb. I I have no idea. Like, and I also didn't do any other work on this to like figure out like where this derives from. But like, I'm sure this is just some made up thing that people are like, your your clothes are dripping. Like, I don't know. Like, I don't know what that means. I mean, I guess maybe maybe it's like you imagine somebody who has been dunked in a vat of gold and they're dripping with. Uh, I guess they, you could be like dripping with Riz. I feel like Riz is on here that the fact that you just used it, but I can't find it. But uh, yeah, um, yeah, I'm sure that's that's probably what it is. Uh, rent free, rent free, rent free is uh, commonly used uh, to describe something that is allowed to exist mm-hmm. in your memory with immediate recall. That brings you joy or happiness. Mm-hmm. Something is allowed to live rent free. Mm. So I would say, Logan, <laughs> your uh, your exquisite physique lives rent free in my <laughs> in my brain. Okay. Yeah. Okay. 
Yeah, you're right. To become obs- uh, to become an obsession to dominate someone's thoughts is the definition. I wouldn't say that. it dominates my thoughts. <laughs> Perhaps I've misused it. <laughs> Perhaps we've misused it. Like I, I don't think we would not misuse one of these modern slang terms. Like we know exactly what the kids want to hear. <laughs> They want to be rent free, <laughs> right? Here's one that uh, I don't think is even. It's not. It's not a word. Uh, skirt, skirt. Uh, yeah, skirt. That's like uh, when you uh, when you roll up and then like skirt because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. something has caught your attention. Right. Yeah. So it's yeah. It's basically saying like someone says something, you say skirt. And then they have to come back to what they just said previously to kind of like flesh out the details on that. Um, <laughs> when that sound that, and that, that is also a sound that car tires make yes. whenever people accelerate too quickly, which in the future will not be a thing because we'll all have electric cars and they'll take off at an appropriate like speed and then yeah. and break at an and break speed. at an appropriate yeah. speed. And you know, we're just, cars are not going to be fun anymore, which is, no. I think the goal of Elon Musk and all other like electronic vehicle producers and so well the secret motivation of tesla mm-hmm. is to take the fun out of driving right <laughs> because fun plays no part in man's domination of mars right it's an ex- <laughs> it's a serious task yeah and you can't have fun doing this you you have to dominate and that's yes domination yes it yes. brings a certain levity to the soul right but it does not motivate someone toward self-interest and gain, mm-hmm. which right. is at the root of all fun. Right. Fun and joy are the antagonist of progress. Right. And must be killed at all cost. <clears throat> Tesla is taking that step by removing the fun from driving. Mm-hmm. We, um, <laughs> we in high school, meaning a few of my friends, uh, we would call that sound when someone takes off and um, skirts their tires. Uh, we would call it chirping bros. <laughs> Good. Yes. Excellent. <laughs> because the whole concept was that you're chirping your tires, but then you're doing it because your bros are outside. Mm-hmm. And so you're chirping bros. <laughs> chirping bros. So let me, uh, <laughs> let me offer this. Yep. Uh, I believe a skirt is the opposite of chirping bros. Mm. Uh, because skirt is like you're rolling along. Oh. You see something. Uh, And then skirt. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. So we, (laughs) the royal we, have fallen for one of the classic blunders. Wow. Which is this. We're going (laughs) to... Applying a modern slang term to a previous slang term and understanding, which lives rent-free in our brains. We're going to have to back up and do this whole thing over again. (laughs) Skirt!
Special thanks to Sunmates for our theme music. Also, a special thanks to Nick Woods for our logo art. If you'd like to reach out to us with some of your favorite day-to-day experiences, just email us at wetooktheliberty at gmail.com. If we deem it worthy of discussion, you might hear us talk about it on the pod. Thanks, everyone.